Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This show is brought to you in association with Labbrooks for all your betting needs. With a new site design and great prices, it's our preferred bookie. New members can get a free match bet up to £50 when you sign up and use the code LAD50. Check on site for details at labbrooks.com. Welcome to the Chelsea Podcast, first of the season. My name's Phil Daniels. I've got Kerry Levy here and Seb Fontaine. And we've uh, just um, arrived um, and we're ready to go. Um, hi. Hello, Phil. How are you? Did you have a nice summer? Yeah, it weren't bad. Um, not much football. Well, no, I watched the, the Women's World Cup. I watched that and um, quite a bit of cricket. Sounds good. And what about you, Seb? Had a good summer? Missed the football? Lots of festivals. Um, funny, I've watched quite a lot of the, you know, the pre-season games. I watched the Barcelona game, watched the PSG game. Didn't watch the Arsenal game, wasn't worth watching. <laughs> so w- were there any surprises in the pre-season games where you're going, oh, I can't wait to see him play this You know year. what, I, I quite like that Kennedy kid. He had a few little flashes that I think, I think he'll go out on loan for a season, he'll come back and, he might, you know, we'll probably pass him off to someone else again and come back to haunt us, which is what normally happens. And what about you, Phil? Have you seen any of the pre-season? Yeah, well, I tried to watch them. Um, I used to uh, get home from work, um, get myself a nice chicken leg and a glass of fizzy water and then put the games on and then watch the first ten minutes, then fall asleep and then watch the last five minutes and then crawl off to bed. <laughs> and and w- was there anything you saw that made you think, I can't wait for this season? Or have you been kind of disappointed that there's not really been anything new to see or you only get glimpses of certain players? Well, the, the thing was, I quite like, it was, it was good to see Moses back. But, you know, is he going to use Moses? Is Moses going to be part of the squad? It seems to me when we, we do these tours, we put a load of people in into the games that aren't really going to play. So I can't really see the purpose for these tours except as a money-making exercise and a PR exercise because um, they, they didn't look very fit and they didn't look very bothered to me. Um, 
And I think that's what happened at Wembley as well, wasn't it? Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think, um, I don't know how you feel, Seb, but it looked to me, I mean, I, I was away like you doing festivals and things and I managed to see the highlights and it seemed like quite a turgid affair apart from the occasional shot and a, a very spectacular goal from them. But it does seem as though everything has been sluggish that, and it can't help. We all know what it's like. If you go to America and come back to be playing three days later or two days Well, I must later. say one thing. The one person I looked at, I thought, my God, he looks like a different player. He's lost a bit of weight. He looks really quick. And that was Costa. He looked really fast. And he was beating people for pace. What, what happened? <laughs> Pulled his hamstring because he ran fast. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Because all last season we go, oh, the hamstring, this. Oh, he never had time to get fit and never managed to get the hamstring sorted out. He's had the whole summer off. He goes and does his little warming up. And twang, they go again. Do you think it's a big issue for us? Yeah, I, I you know, I think we, I would say what, last, second to last podcast, and we all talked about, A, the fact that the end of last season had been sluggish. It had been a long slug over that line to win the thing. All the, all the hard work was done in the first half of the season. The second half, it, we were dragging out games. We were really dragging out games. And we all highlighted what we were missing and what we needed to buy. And we've not bought anyone. Anyone. We haven't bought... We've replaced an ageing Drogba with a misfiring Falcao. Let Remy's still there, who's, in, you know, who's injury-prone yet again. So we haven't replaced any of those problems. Acosta will either get injured or suspended. We've got, no, we've got Falcao, who Torres Mark II, it looks like, and Remy, who's probably going to be injured again. And we've loaned Bamford off again. I just, I just don't get it. We've, it's like we've not learnt for any of our lessons. Well, I love having Seb back. You know, we haven't even really kicked a ball in anger. And he's already angry. Take I am break. angry. I'm really angry. I think this has been the worst transfer season in living memory. Well, we could still get a surprise. I mean, it, <clears throat> everything that Mourinho says indicates that we're not going to buy anyone. Now, maybe that's a smokescreen or not. Normally with him, he likes to buy early. So do you think we will buy anyone or do you think he's going to go with Liz Hurley did you say Liz Hurley, Liz Hurley will be up front you mark my words um, I, I've got to be honest I think we might get you know the odd person but I, nothing that's going to be game changing at this point I mean they were still talking some Pogba and they were still talking some you know another left back I mean why I still don't get why we saw Ryan Bertrand who looks twice the player that Luke Shaw does, does at Southampton why do, you know, I think some of the answers are in our own ranks. And I think just because they don't have a fancy name, we don't give them a chance. And I literally, Ryan Bertrand, I, that left-back answer as a backup for Aspilicueta has been staring us in the face for three years. And, it, you know, we've Yeah, because we're them. after someone from Wagamamas, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, Baba Raman <laughs> from Augsburg, who actually looks quite good. But, it's, you know, it's another 18, 20 million quid. And, you know... <laughs> It's another 18 million quid. And it's, you know, I think we had Bertrand was there staring us in the face, literally. Yeah, but we, we do this. I, it's quite interesting, you know, when you see some of these players who move on. Most of the time, the players that move on from Chelsea kind of disappear. It's like, I think I was looking at, do you remember DeSanto? Yeah. And how everyone was saying, oh, he's going to be good. He's Argentinian. He's six foot four. He's got something about him. And I think he scored one goal in a preseason game. And we thought, hmm, that's not bad. And then he did nothing. He never. He went to Wigan. He went to Wigan, and now he's he's going somewhere else again. He's, he perpetually goes and goes. Most players leave us, and that's it. They're gone. Um, and then you sort of see people like De Bruyne now, who's being 
touted as something at £60 million or whatever. And you think... I think if you kick De Bruyne, he, he, he don't want to know. I, I, what I like, I like that Mourinho is always very active to speak about players that he hears might be doing well of his, his that he got rid of. Like, he had to go. You know, he makes a public statement. He had to go. His attitude was all wrong. You mark my words. That boy, he said to me, I will only stay here if I play every week. And, uh, and I told him that he wouldn't. And then that was it. So he had to go. He's very definitive, Mourinho. He doesn't like players doing well that he gets rid of. No, I'm, I'm you know, I, I, I think he was right to let Lukaku go. And some of them, you know, they're quite right to go. But I think Bertrand was quite a solid, you know, he was no no worse than Philip Luis. And literally, we were looking at Luke Shaw for silly amounts of money, who really doesn't look, I think we dodged a few bullets last season. And, you know, Bertrand looks twice the player that he does. Well, you know? we should never let uh, Luis go, and, in my opinion. And that's... Um, uh, no, not, not different Luis. Different Luis. Which Luis? Not David Luis. David Luis. Yeah, I know. We know you love David Luis. <laughs> and what about Felipe Luis? <laughs> well, there must be something... I don't know what's up there. I mean, why buy him and let him go? He seems a, a, a sort of I fair th- replacement. I, I, th- for... I think I just didn't think he was better than Aspilicueta in a position. No, and but he, he probably just decided he wasn't. He wasn't getting the the. You know, he wanted to be the first. You know, the first man in that position, and he just probably decided he missed Madrid. Well, hard luck. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why this. You know, hard luck, mate. You're at this club. You stay at this club. Your reserve um, left back, Peter Check. You stay at this club. Your reserve goalkeeper. You don't go to Arsenal. No way. We're selling you to Arsenal. You can't. We can't sell you to Arsenal. <laughs> Have you stopped sending him those messages now? Because <laughs> you know he was getting a bit upset about what he kept saying. Um, well, that's an interesting one, Peter Check, because. What did everyone think of that moment when they won that funny little shield thing the uh, the other day against us? Uh, and you saw Czech celebrating in an Arsenal shirt. Was it a weird feeling? Well, you said he was over-celebrating. Well, I thought he was so over-celebrating. I've mean, I, I, I got to be honest. I'm one of those players. You know, it's a job. He probably didn't want to uproot his kids. The fact he went there, I'm not happy about it. But I don't, I'm don't. i not going to start sending him death threats. I'm quite angry now. You told me he was over-celebrating. You even did an impression of him punching the air. Now I'm quite angry. Now I'm doing my impression. He was I knew, I knew what I missed about this podcast. It's getting angry on air. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was. He was very, very happy to have won it. And, and it was just a weird moment because... I also think he was a little bit shit in the game as well. Everyone's saying he always oh, really brought something to You're Arsenal. Just trying to calm me down now. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, okay, a little bit, but it was kind of weird because he did that flapping thing at a couple of crosses where he came for it and didn't get there, which he used to do a lot. You know, um, have they bought him a new hat? No, I, th- I, re- I reckon he's got the old hat. Well, they should have kept the hat. They should have said, "Well, you can go, but we're keeping your hat." Yeah, because it's Chelsea's property, isn't it? You know. I mean, do you think, actually, has he got a Chelsea logo underneath that Arsenal logo? That's quite an interesting question. Who's Arsenal's kit sponsor? Puma now, isn't it? Puma. Yeah. I think, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure they make rugby gear, so they just get him an old scrum cap. Yeah, well, that's all you need. Can't have that. Yeah, you know. exactly. But... You're 30-something now. We don't really care anymore. No, you know. I mean... <laughs> no, it's not like, I mean, Arsenal, you know, it's like they're going to win the league now, isn't it? You know, because they beat us at the, what's that cup called? Well, oh, community it was shield. community, wasn't it? <laughs> Written all over the place. They forgot to put the O and put a U in instead. <laughs> Did, they? Did you not see that? No. All the way round, it was called the Community Shield. So it was like a, the porn cup. Yeah, it was the porn cup. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, you know, well done, Arsenal. 
Um, <laughs> the other thing is, did you see that whole nonsense at the end where Mourinho makes this fantastic show of greeting, hugging, shaking hands? Everyone except... Well, no, because uh, it was weird. He did. He stood there deliberately to shake everyone's hands, all the Arsenal players, as they came down from winning their medals. Hugs them, claps them round the head, you know, gives... Cause, uh, cause, I was there waiting for him. Uh, yeah, and Wenger comes down and just walks behind Mourinho. And it's almost like Mourinho staged it to give him the opportunity to not shake hands with him, going... Well, I was there waiting for the handshake. He chose to walk behind me. And it's turned into this ridiculous scenario because, you know, Wenger, I'm, I think he's probably a very intelligent bloke. And he gets sucked into this mind game with Mourinho every time. And it, it just made me laugh. I, I don't know how you... How can you say he's an intelligent bloke? He never sees anything, <laughs> anything Arsenal do wrong. He's I never seen see it in it, his so. life. He can quote Sartre. At you. Yeah, he can do all that. He can play the game. I mean, mass murderers can do that. <laughs> so you're saying he's a mass murderer? But... No, I'm not. <laughs> Allegedly. Um, but it, it is interesting. There is something that Mourinho does. And he will have loved it. The one thing he'll have taken out of that loss is A, telling everyone, it's just a friendly, we're getting our fitness back. And then JT coming out with, it doesn't matter. It's just another week. We st- we're still a week behind everyone with pre-season training. They turn it into the, the big training game. But Mourinho won points against Wenger again because Wenger was the one who ended up not coming to him. And I, I just think it, those two are going to have a very interesting season because I think Mourinho will go after him every week because he knows that Arsenal probably are the team that will give us a challenge more than others. And you think more than United, who, who put at £100 million for Bale today? Yeah, but I, I think United... They've Still got not a problem. Gel. Van Hal is is quite insane. As yeah, well. yeah, he'll start playing people. They'll win a couple of games and he'll play two at the back, and all of a sudden, right? But spent a lot of money on some good players. Huh? Yeah, no, they've got some nice players, but it's whether he can make them gel. Well, if he gets bailed today as well, out of that lot, Schweinsteiger. It was interesting. Guardiola did a bit of a Mourinho today. He said, yeah. "Well, he's only played fifty odd games in three years. He's never fit. Mm. You know, so he's like going, well, we got rid of him because, uh, you know." He, he he was no good for us. And I think it's interesting because I think Van Hal is buying the player that uh, Schweinsteiger used to be. So yeah, Maybe. You know, Defiwell, um, I've seen him a few times. I think he's one of those hot and cold players. Other than that, I can't even think who they bought, you know, United. I think they will be third or fourth again. That's it. I don't think they'll be the challengers. I think City, it's interesting. It'd be interesting to see how Sterling does. Because I think he's overrated. I think it'll be a better league this year, though. I think closer. I think we have got to up our game this year to keep to keep up with them. I think we got a, you know that's why I feel this is before I've got to go. But I feel we needed to buy <laughs> another centre or midfielder uh, to challenge Fabregas for that position because he had a good season starting the season. You know, no disrespect to him, but. They might have sussed him this year a little bit and they'd mark him a bit more. I think we need another one. Just like him. Not you know, a a playmaker Pogba. in that in that middle. Pogba, someone like that, to um, get us going. And on that I'm going home. Where where are you off to? You're not going home. I've got to go to work. <laughs> where are you working, Phil? I'm working at uh, the theatre down the road doing uh Les Mis, um the play, Les Mis, the musical. So I'm going now because this all got... You sing us something very quickly before you go? Um, yes, <laughs> master of the house. <laughs> Keeper of the zoo. <laughs> so, so are the tickets available? <laughs> uh, um, um, a few, I think, but not many. 
I've heard it's it's had a real speed up on ticket tickets since, since you've been. I've in been it, going yeah. and I've been slagging off Chelsea. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, See Phil. You later. Have a good show. But but um, Seb, go, going back to you know the the state of our team, do you think Mourinho's made a bit? He keeps coming out with his whole stuff about well, you know, we've got a settled side. It's up to everyone to improve their sides. We don't need to. But we weren't settled. We really dragged out the second half of last season. We weren't settled. We were scraping wins. We weren't the team that started the season. Not by a long shot. I I do honestly believe. Falcao will get better. I, I do believe Mourinho could possibly get more. And also striking up his strike partnership with Costa again. They had a great time together at Atletico. So it would be lovely to see him because no, no one, you know, I, I don't like seeing any great player fade like that, you know, and he really was. And we've seen quite a lot of them fade at our place. <laughs> yeah, we seem, to, we seem to do that. This this might be the turn. Maybe we'll take a, a faded player and turn him into a, a great against. But it really, I, I think we should have bought Benteke or, you know, they're too else. brutish for Mourinho. Charlie. He doesn't like people. Yeah, like but look that. at Beer, but Drogba did. So, Drogba's possibly the most brutish player, the prem, brut, brutish yeah, striker the Premiership has ever seen, and he won us nearly everything. But he had a beauty about the way he did things but as well. He, he put fear in defenders. I mean, he yeah. really did. I mean, I've seen people literally put their head in their hands. Yeah. I mean, I, I and I think you know what we know about the Premiership. Some games are beautiful and some aren't. And having that option is a necessity, I think. No, I, th- I think you're right. And I, I, I agree with you. What I've seen in pre-season from Falcao has given me much more hope than seeing yeah, him you, for a whole season with United. Did you not see him at Copa America? He was awful. Yeah. He was but, unbelievable. I mean, what's happened in two weeks? Mourinho. No, it's the I'm Mourinho. I've got to be honest. I think we need another striker anyway, just because Costa will be injured or, or, or suspended for a large chunks of the season. Yeah, I don't subscribe to this. Well, we only ever play one striker up front, so we don't need four no, like other teams. We do need four. We do. I need think four. you're right, and I, 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 I think Charlie Adam would have been a great. You know, he, he's a battler. Charlie Austin. You Charlie know. Austin. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he, he, a battler. You know, and, and a proven goal scorer in the Premiership, and wanted to come. And I'd like to see an English boy who'd get stuck in, see what he's like. Fantastic. You know, Bamford. I'm a bit sorry. Bamford hasn't been kept. But yeah, I. I, I I think he might struggle Premiership, you know, in, in that at, at the top end of the Premiership, he may struggle. I think sometimes it's easier to play for one of the, the better sides than one of the lower sides because you're getting better, better service, service, you know. So, I don't know. I think it's an interesting dilemma. But, you know, all Mourinho's postulating about who we're going to keep last year and how we're going to have all the kids, you know, there's lots of good ones coming through. I'd be very interested to see how many are actually in that squad come the first week of the season. Um, I, I personally, I think we've we've got too many quite quite good midfielders, and I think they pose too many problems because none of them are well, apart from Hazard and Fabregas and Matic in, in his position. The, re- the rest you could kind of interchange at any one point, and you'd like, you know, if you saw a team sheet with either Oscar, Ramirez, or Willian on the thing, you won't moan. You know, they're all great players, but they just they kind of. And I think we need, you know, maybe Phil's right, maybe an extra Pogba or some, someone who's going to actually light that midfield up. I just have to make an announcement. Uh, Labbrooks, this is about. Uh, listen out for a mini-pod later this week with some exclusive betting odds and offers that we have wrangled out of Labbrooks for you. We will put the details of your free bet offer on our Facebook page and Twitter feed. So there you go. Go and do that. Have a bet. Um, so, yeah, but the midfield is interesting because... 
we've got a I think you're right we've got a lot of like for like players you know if one of them gets tired we bring another one who does the same thing I was was reading this interview with Oscar um, this week and I thought that was quite interesting that Mourinho said I expect you to be as good as Hazard this year and he said of course I would love to be as good as him and I do believe that I can become that good Um, and I think Mourinho is trying to get something out of him. It's that arm round the shoulder thing. I'd be interested to see if Oscar can start becoming the player that we've been imagining him to be for a whole season. Last season, beginning of the season, was phenomenal. Fantastic. And then again, we've had him, we had him two seasons now. He fades second half of the season. It just completely fades. I mean, I, I just think Quadrado's got to go. I think Moses should go. And I think we need some, some fresh blood and some fresh eyes on it. I'm not convinced of Quadrado. I don't think anyone was. Well, it's interesting. I... I he hasn't really had a fair crack at the whip, and he's only young. He's you know it's just like William Part Two, but not quite as good. It just we just didn't you know it just wasn't a lot of money really for a bit. Of Let's not forget how bad Drogba was in his first season, and he had a whole season. <laughs> you know, if yeah. you'd have told me at the end of that that Drogba, that first season, if you'd have told me at the end that Drogba was going to become one of the greatest legends ever, would basically win the Champions League for us. Bambi on ice. Yeah, he was awful. Absolutely awful. The most hysterical player I've ever seen that first year. And, you know, it takes time. And coming from, you know, I think we forget there is something about this league which is relentless. Whether you play the per- the people at the top of the table or the people at the bottom of the table, you get a game every time. And, and uh, you know, if you're in Italy or Spain, three quarters of your fixtures, you know you're going to win. It's just by how many? I tell you what was quite nice in the off-season. Do you see the designs on the new stadium? Yes. Yeah. It's like, like a temple. Temple of football. It, it <laughs> is. Uh, quite excessive, but it looks great. But I don't know where we're going to play our football for a while. Well, you know, I mean, money can buy options usually. So Yeah, but it can't buy local authorities and all that stuff. And I mean, looking at both... Twi- Have things twi- changed? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, well, no, it's not, it's not local authorities. It's the locals. You know, Twickenham are only allowed so many games a year, and as as are Wembley, I think. So I'm not quite sure. Where well, we maybe play. Roman can buy all the properties and kick everyone out. Yeah, and it would just be a, an enclave of Chelsea. No, we're, a, no, we're, a, we're not a buying club anymore. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> we, we don't buy anymore. <laughs> but it, it is an interesting dilemma as to how we handle that because there's some sort of FA rule, isn't there, or something that wherever you go, you have to play all your games in one place. Because I think it was West Ham or something, or one of those teams that are moving out, we're trying to, or Tottenham, I think, we're saying we'll play half our games at Wembley and perhaps half at the Olympic Stadium or this, that and the other. And And they said, no, you have to have a home ground. No, you have to have a home ground and that's it. Which I think is a bit extreme. What does it matter? Really, you know, I, I suppose they'll say, well, it's unfair if you get a game against... You know, Man U, where there's 90,000 in the crowd. And but, I mean, if anyone hasn't seen the designs for the stadium, they really should have a little look, because it looks phenomenal, doesn't it? Well, it's a proper design. Yeah. Rather than our, you know, Patch hotch, yeah, patchwork stadium. Ken Mates flat, you know, like his little flat up the top, which he said he'd never, ever sell. That's right. He must have sold it. He, no, he did sell it, I <laughs> believe, in the end. You know, the only window in that hotel. I mean, it's just <laughs> disgusting. And the colour of that hotel is disgusting. So, you and know, the hotel's not very nice if you stay there. No, well. it's not. Well, nothing's very nice. It's very rubbish football. And even, even I think the restaurants, you know, there's not enough for kids there. It's all very, you know, like Marco Pierre White and stuff. There should be like a TGI Fridays for kids on match days and stuff. There's none of that. It's very not great. No, they should have some sort of, you know, giant 
hall of a restaurant where 500 people can go and sit in there and or it should whatever. Be, it should be like a hard rock with all players hanging out and shirts on the walls and it should be like a shrine to the yeah. you know, thing. But they just... And ex-players hanging from ropes that have <laughs> gone to the wrong clubs and things. <laughs> yeah. And now in the gallows, we'd like to present <laughs> Czech and Lampard. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you're listening, Frank and Peto, yeah, good luck with you. And I, I know. I, I literally, I feel, I feel extremely sorry for Frank. I'm really, you know, I think at the end of the day, we didn't want him. We said, no, you've got to go. I mean, he's got to, he's got to work. I mean, why? You know, I think it's really wrong for any team to say, well, we're really upset that you've got another job after we let you go. Yeah, I don't really get it. I've got to be honest. If he had put his foot down and said, I am not staying at this club. I'm going to Manchester City. Yeah. I mean, and the Slightly fact, you different. know, he, he signed for New York, and then they said, right, do you want? half a million quid to keep fit and play in the premiership for six months who wouldn't want six more months in the premiership after we you know dropped him yeah exactly i don't get it myself no neither do i good luck to you frank yeah absolutely you'll always be a legend to me frank yeah me too yeah (laughs) you know but but yeah i suppose it's it's always a straight it's almost like christmas eve this sort of week isn't it because we've got we've got the game against fiorentina coming up um on on wednesday night tomorrow night what's that game in aid of uh, getting our players fit. If you saw them on Sunday, you'll see why. <laughs> you know, it's seems odd though. Three days before the yeah. season. I know it is, and you know, and then it's it's just one of those bizarre things. I I don't get it. You know, I would have thought jet lag must have affected them all, and does that help more? And also the, the community shield charity, whatever it is called now. Uh, you know, it's it's the first of August. I mean, it just seems just seems to start earlier and earlier. I know. I mean, I couldn't believe it. Cause I mean, surely they didn't have much holiday time. No, and also I remember, you know, being younger, and it seemed interminable the amount of time yeah. until football started I mean, again. Sometimes they talk about players going off at the end of the season, coming back really unfit. Coming back really unfit. It was only away for a week. You know, some of them had Copper America. Some of them had this, you know, and, and we were, you know, and then our then our pre-season tour starts only two weeks after the season open, uh, ends. I know. So what the hell do they do in six weeks to completely mess themselves up? I don't think they have that six weeks anymore. No. I don't, I don't think, I, I think that's the old Well, that thing. means they get absolutely... Funny enough, I DJed at the uh, Player of the Year Award, the Chelsea Player of the Year Award. It was really good, actually. Um, myself and Paul Okavar, we played and it was loads of people there, loads of sports stars, loads of, you know, um, Dennis Wise was there, Zola was there. It's a really, really, really nice dinner and, and it was it was great. And they did loads of stuff with all the kids and new young player. Great, great night. And literally, the moment after the awards, they were all gone out, you know, literally. I think they were like, because it was literally, I think it was their last official engagement before you know, they got released to their families and stuff like that. And it, it, you kind of felt a bit sorry for them. You know, they should have been allowed to go. But it was a really, really good night, actually. It's funny, actually. Phil and I did one uh, a <coughs> couple of years ago. And, and it was exactly that. It was like they're all sat down in their jackets, all trying to behave and things. But they're all itching to get out the door and be gone, you know. But, um, but I, I think it's very interesting that, you know, these players have such a little break now. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But... The other thing we should talk about very briefly, and well, not too briefly, as long as you like, really, um, the great success of the weekend was the Chelsea ladies winning their yes. first FA Cup. So that's congratulations to Emma Hayes, who's been on the show, and, and uh, the whole team. That's their first piece of uh, silverware in the FA Cup. Uh, is a, a good one to win. Fantastic. And they, you know, a lot, lot, lot of the team are at the, over there at the World Cup as well, doing well. Better than the men 
do England. <laughs> well, you know, you look at that. We, we, it was a Chelsea weekend at Wembley, wasn't it? And, you know, perfect start on the Saturday, and then we went and messed it up on the Sunday. Yeah. I, the but, only thing, I, I really, I mean, I couldn't give a monkeys about that cup. Other than, it would have been nice still to have that record, not to have lost to Wenger. Yeah. And, and also, but, you know, you, you spin it on its head and you do the Mourinho thing. Well, if you're ever going to lose to Wenger, let it That's be the a, one. a meaningless. It's like, you know, Tottenham fans always going on about beating us in the uh, old League Cup. You know, and they go, oh, we won that. And then, of course, we play the milk cup or the, the dairy cup, cup or dairy something. Who knows cup, what know, it was The other cup, who knows, you know, <laughs> semi-pasteurised cup. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't really mean much unless you win it. Didn't we win our, didn't we, didn't Ken Bates invent his own cup once that we won the Zenith Data Systems Cup or something? We, the ZDS. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know what you're laughing about. That was a magic moment of my life, that. Yeah. It's, <laughs> that was when we didn't know how to win anything. Except the uh, cup that we created, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it, it's a, it's interesting. You know, you lose a game, you move on, and now we're sort of really waiting for for Saturday, really. And I well, mean, my only worry is I just, we, you know, we all highlighted changes that needed to happen, and it doesn't feel like any of those changes are going to happen. No, I think you're right. I, I I always remember the fact that people always used to say, with the winning side, you've got to change it. You've got to do something that spurs everyone on and make them think. And, and case in point was Man City last year. Yes. You can't case, rest on your laurels. Case in point was Man City, who had swept the board the season before and last season looked extremely ordinary and very lacking fire. And as a case of unit, wasn't any one player that had lost it, but just together they didn't seem to, you know, I, I guess if I was a City fan, I'd be upset. I mean, if, if Raheem Sterling's the only player we'd bought after that last season I think I'd be a bit worried as well yeah well we'll, we'll see I th- I still think there's a surprise or two in store for for Chelsea fans I can't believe Mourinho means he's got the squad he's happy with it and he's leaving it at that I think something will happen something something always happens it's surely doesn't it don't you think yeah I, I, and I think it, I think it's up front or, or at least an attacking midfielder I think it'd be midfield I think we might get a defender and I think we'll, we'll get a midfielder. I think we'll get Babaram. I don't think we'll get Stones. I think Everton will be firm on that. Well, he's that. a northern boy, isn't he? I would have thought he'll stay up there. No, I think he, want, no, he wants to come from what he hear. It's just, you know, Champions League football. Why wouldn't you? And also... Well, yeah, but it's I Man mean, U. I mean, but you've got Rio Ferdinand today going, he'd be nut crazy to go to Chelsea. You're like, but you know what? Terry's only got really another year or so. I mean, he will get more and more games. And, I mean, who better to learn under than Terry and Cahill? The two England people who he... You know who will hopefully will be replacing in England, in the England setup. You know with Cahill probably, and it just I, I, he couldn't find a better. I couldn't think of a better place for him to learn his trade. No, I'll, I'd agree with that. So I suppose finally we should uh, just uh, think about the game against Swansea at the weekend. Uh, is that a nice game to start with? I think it's a nice game. I think you know we, they're a good team to watch. Uh, we're going on scores. I think we should. I think it's that time of the night. What's your oh, prediction? No, actually, we're not. We don't seem to have loads of goals in us. I might go on a one nil. Ooh, I think we're going to go absolutely crazy. Do you? Yeah, I think we're going to. Uh, Are you there on Saturday? I can't. I'm doing a festival, oh. so I'm fortunately working. Um, I think we're going to go crazy two one, two one. All right, we'll see. Uh, and I hope it's sort of like a real thriller, and um, everyone goes, "Yes, the season's back." And the Blues are back, and we're going to retain the title. 
That's what I'm hoping. Me too. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Seb. Thanks, Phil. I hope you've got dressed up and looked lovely and your on stage. Good. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it will be. Cheers, and we'll see you all next week. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at chelseapodcast.net. This show is brought to you in association with Labbrooks for all your betting needs. With a new site design and great prices, it's our preferred bookie. New members can get a free match bet up to £50 when you sign up and use the code LAD50. Check on site for details at labbrooks.com. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.